Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. One, two, three, four, 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 Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Stamina built up through lava and mountains. <laughs> I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Senor! A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the bowels, I tell you, Sir. of the Armstrong and Getty show. And today we are under the tutelage of our general manager. People screaming about immigrant children. Yeah. 
It's the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. I'm sorry, not the bowels of our show. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> um, impacted. Yes. <laughs> Impactful. Not impacted. Oh, I misspoke. Yes. You know that stuff you take before a colonoscopy that cleans you out? We, I, I don't. We drink that down every single day to keep our bowels shiny clean here at the Armstrong and Getty Show. Beverage of some sort? Exactly. I remember when Marshall was swinging it down back oh, in the God, day. Yes. My, my sweet wife has done it. I'm supposed to have. I'll yeah. get around to it soon. I, I'm not planning on doing it. What, what about that prescription one you can get? It's uh, not, uh, non going up you. If you've had low risk. I'm at low risk. I think. No family history. Mm-hmm. My bowels are exemplary. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good yeah. to hear, Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've held tours of my lower intestine. They're very well received. So when you drive by somebody in a really expensive, particularly expensive, impractical car, do you peer in to see who's driving it? Yes. I, I always do. Always. Like a guy in a Mercedes SL500 AMG. That's like a $150,000 two-door, two-seat car. Exactly. Wow. You know, I'm always wondering who's driving that because mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have enough money to have afford that car, and then you gotta have obviously other cars because you can't can't do anything in a two seat car, no sure, back seat, no trunk, no. That's nothing. a toy. Yeah, it's a toy. Exactly. Usually, Asian businessman, in my experience. Really? Yeah. Today, huh. uh, a black guy businessman, older black guy, very well dressed. Really? Yeah. Congratulations, sir. Almost never a white guy. That I see. That's funny. It's all white guys out out in my hood driving those things, but uh, it just goes to show you something. (laughs) Does it? (laughs) It shows you in America, an Asian man, a black man, a white man can can achieve the American dream Mm -hmm. and buy a wildly impractical, insanely expensive automobile. Right. It's a great country. Come on. It's one thing to have an insanely expensive, practical automobile. Then it's the next leap. Have the, you know, a Corvette, which your wife isn't going to want to go to dinner in or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take your kids to school in it or anything like that. Now, remember, if we can get a Hispanic guy driving an SL500 AMG, mm. we'll have a bingo. So keep your eyes open. <laughs> awesome. Uh, let's introduce, certainly a woman. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing some, sp- uh, so I guess, summer cleaning uh, in here. I, it, when I walked in this morning, it smelled like spaghetti in here, and the keyboards were sticky. And Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Well, is that the, the, the person you mentioned, Hanson? Was he in there? And he, and he messed the place up. Yeah, pretty good. There's a guy in there eating spaghetti as oh, far as he yes. like Yeah, it. and it's a well-known human being. A well-known spaghetti eater? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, not to me! I'm sorry! <laughs> what are you going to do? Sometimes the sauce didn't fly off! Picturing guy with a white chef's hat on. Exactly. Oh, really? Big yeah. mustache. Exactly. He's got a big checkered uh, yeah, napkin on his shirt in here. tied around his neck. I like to eat the pasta at work. <laughs> We got to talk about whether we're going to reveal the uh, identity of that person. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think we should. Why I think not? we absolutely should. What's the downside of you doing that? <laughs> uh, there is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well, and uh, I am. I am uh, because I I am not emotionally attached to things. I feel like I am in a unique space in this current uh, political uh, news culture of our time, and I I'm not here to place value judgments on it. Only commenting on watching everybody do backflips, trying to decide what a cage is and is not yesterday. Oh, really? It was freaking.
freaking hilarious. I didn't follow that. The kids in the cage? Yeah. Is this was, a cage? Is it not? It was, is it a cage or is it an enclosed recreation area? <laughs> or is it... A, no, is this a cage? No, they just built walls with chain link fences. That's not a cage. Exactly. Well, that, what? We, we got into this discussion when my kids <laughs> yeah. were just getting old enough to crawl out of the crib. And, uh, and, and I was discussing on why is there not a top on the crib? I mean... You, the only reason you don't have a top on the crib is because they can't go out over the top. So you, in effect, have a top on it. Sure. But if you put a top on it, then it's a cage. Then you have your children in cages, and, <laughs> and CPS then they're comes. Taken away from and you. CPS right. comes. But before they're old enough to pull themselves out, it's exactly the same thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, right. cage or not cage, it is a question. There's no need for a roof until they right. get to that point. So, sure. it, so it's a thing that discussion. If you put a lid on your crib, the state would take your children away. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's the same thing as well, a crib. And what about the temperature down there where those kids are kept in cages? That's what I'm concerned about. So I suggest you watch the documentary Caged Heat. It was made in the 1970s. <laughs> it's a classic of its genre. Yeah. So uh, are the kids in cages? Are the kids being treated nice? Uh, uh, where are the girls? There are a bunch of questions that came out of yesterday. And the audio tape. We'll talk about that later. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing great. It is official. I was indeed part of a winning U.S. Open financial investment team. Our winnings were worthy. So, gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, once again, I am bringing home the bacon. Yes! The- the breakfast burritos and the bananas, if you wish. <laughs> wow. wow. All of the above. Is this your biggest pot ever? Yes. Your biggest pot ever? Well, congratulations. Yes. As a gambler, that's a thing. That That's a notable day, right? An investor. Sure, an investor. <laughs> I'm ordering the lobster breakfast burrito today. <laughs> yes. And in, you, you invest in, uh, in, in likelihoods. That's yes. what you do. Well, yeah, that's what indeed. all investing sure. is. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Stock market. I think Tesla will go up is the same as I think that guy will win the tournament, isn't it? Sports exactly. futures. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're going to How could that be illegal? Yes, I thought this was America. I guess I was wrong. (laughs) I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, June 19th, the year 2018, setting you straight in 21.8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here we go, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, breaking out of the cage of ignorance into the free land of something or other. I lost heart. I just am so tired of the whole thing. Let's begin the show at Mark. We are going to have the Air Force, and we are going to have the Space Force. And that's going to be a co-equal branch in the military? Yeah, that's what that means. Are we going to have, so is it going to be Marines, Navy, Air Force, Army, and Space Force? Space Force. And the Coast Guard. And Coast Guard. Of course. Huh. Interesting. Guarding the coast. Exactly. Yeah, well, it's necessary. You got uh, China and a couple other uh, countries. Starting to ooch around in space, thinking uh, they're going to act act the tough guy. Space is ours. Uh, That's right. Belongs to us. That's right. Space is blue and white and red. Uh Uh More on that coming up. Uh, What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, President Trump doubling down on immigration policy. We're going to get into that. The Inspector General telling Congress Comey did damage the FBI's reputation. And Disney issues an Incredibles health alert. Stories coming up. Minutes from now, Armstrong. Great, great job of getting the uh, the name out there, Disney. Good PR. Um, uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. It's it's mystifying at times, uh, but uh, a lot of anger in the air, Jack. A lot of anger. Yeah, I thought yesterday was a uh, a great example of the three kinds of lies: lies, damn lies, and statistics. According to Mark Twain, with everybody's got their own statistics they're working off of. Sure, partial truths abound on the whole immigration thing, so we'll try to get into that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. As soon as I saw it yesterday, that's why you got to follow us on the Twitter. Um, the audio tape of the little girl crying, where's my mom and where's my aunt or whatever that is. And um, Marshall's going to have it in his news at the bottom of the hour if you didn't hear it. And you may not have because it was like so many news stories. I watched a couple of Fox News shows. Didn't come up at all. <laughs> I the watched, crying little girl specifically? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it at all. Um, it just wasn't on there, so it would have not exist if I didn't watch some MSNBC shows where it was the feature of the show, the lead, and uh, Lawrence O'Donnell on his show last night actually played the audio t- tape and cried on the air. So it's such a big deal it brought hosts to tears on MSNBC. Wow. wasn't played at all on Fox, and I'm thinking somewhere in between there is maybe the sweet spot because oh, yeah. it's a it's clearly a national story, right. I think it's got to make it onto your newscast. But, ah, kid crying. I went to the CVS yesterday. The segment brought to you by Walgreens. I went to the CVS (laughs) yesterday to pick up some allergy medicine, and there was a little baby crying like crazy in the CVS. Nobody was there taking footage of it. Poor kid was miserable. Well, my my point when I tweeted and I said this is going to be a big deal is there have been a number of stories over the years that are burbling around at some level and then when there's audio or video it just launches it into another dimension for some reason sure you can read about a kid crying but then when there's a video of the kid crying or the wife being punched or whatever it just becomes a completely different thing that is so true absolutely mailbag again marshall has that in his news uh in a few minutes if you don't know what we're talking marshall marshall in the news funny that should come up Jesus writes, yesterday, Marshall kept referring to the Mexico-Germany game. Call is Univision. The World Cup is broadcasted through Telemundo in the U.S. Also, the guy screaming goal is from Argentina, not Mexico. Get your facts straight, Marshall. Boy, you talk about... You can hear the Argentinian accent there. They scored a goal. Ain't nobody got time for this. Has Trump put the OTM announcer in a cage? <laughs> it's not a cage. It's a chain link living room. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the stakes are very low on this uh, this uh, story. If I was Marshall, I'd get it as close as I can, but that's good enough. <laughs> that's some standard. I aspire to more, it's, speaking for myself. It's soccer. Now, the gentle... The beautiful Japanese art of the haiku. All right. It's uh, from Elise, who employs the time-honored five-syllables, seven-syllables, five-syllable structure. Mm -hmm. The limitation that vaults the haiku into unlimited beauty, if you will. It's a Father's Day haiku for me, Joe Getty. Be like if you said with painting, you're only allowed to use two colors and straight lines. That would be wonderful. For it would unleash the true creativity of the artist. Mm. Here's your Father's Day haiku for me. Alone, Father's Day. 
Playfully, Baxter fetches. Joe enjoys the gin. <laughs> that was lovely. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. yeah. Actually, I went with wine. But Faggity since day one, even from the Oregon coast, never coming back to California. Well, that's a little hurtful. Uh, the Oregon coast is drop dead gorgeous, though. If you were well, living whole West Coast is really. If you were living somewhere else, and then you, Bob, I bet a lot of people don't do this if they're moving to California. You, uh, you, you, you know, you start shopping around for houses and you think, well, okay, that's a that's a hit. You don't. Uh, how, how how many people get with a tax person and think, what are my taxes going to be like when I live in that state? Well, you better well, now. You better now. Yeah, it's going to be a different lifestyle. I'm telling you, it was sports teams uh, even before. The, the recent federal law change, sports teams would have guys saying, uh, listen, I got a great offer from y'all, say the Lakers or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever, Padres, you name the team. Uh, and I got a great o- offer from Minnesota. And, you know, I'm going to make 15% more there. And now with the new tax law, it's more than that. Sure. Because as know, much as you're paying me, local taxes aren't deductible. Well, old cheating Phil Mickelson, remember, he got in trouble for saying that mm. about how he was paying more than half in taxes in California and he was hating it. All right, on to the uh, the uh, correspondence of substance. I'm going to run through these pretty quickly. You can get a picture of our world. Here's frequent correspondent John. Dumb. You still don't get Trump. You will never get Trump. There's nothing else to listen to while I wait for Maharishi. So he's a Rush uh, Limbaugh oh. fan. <laughs> Have you guys ever looked at what you say on Monday about Trump and on Tuesday it makes you look like a step below dumb and dumber and you say nothing? Cue ball needs to get a clue. I think he's... A, Talking about I would, you. I would assume. And your bald pate. Hey, Charlie Brown. Hey, Mr. Clean. <laughs> Cue ball needs to get a clue and not sound so much like a whiny little girl. Yeah, I wish, John. You and me both. Here, here's a different John. This is, he wrote three emails back to back to back. I've chosen two of them. Wow, that's fired up. Trey Gowdy can't listen to rhino traders. One listener saying bye bye. And then. His real, bye name, bye. his real name is not Trey Gowdy. It is dumb, lying, anti-American, anti-Christ, Rhino. Wow. So wait a minute. What are we're the anti? We're the Rhinos and Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy's the Antichrist. But in the first email, Trey Gowdy can't listen to Rhino traders. But wait a second. I think that's just a lack of punctuation. But are these... I think he's trying to indicate in a somewhat caveman-esque manner, manner that us playing Trey Gowdy and saying he's a straight shooter is somehow a sin. Well, what they think of us is, I don't think about, but the Trey Gowdy thing, so that's a Trump supporter angry at Trey Gowdy who, yes. who almost entirely backed Trump on his talk show on Sunday, which is uh, why... He was the biggest backer by far of Trump over yeah. the weekend, yeah. Yeah, which was why it stood out, because yeah. Trey Gowdy's not always. Yeah. But he uh, he was over the weekend. When I told you a, a mailbag was mystifying, yeah, yeah that's what I was uh, referring to. You guys are they called you guys rhinos there. We're Republican in name only. I'm actually a hippo, human in principle only. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Here are a couple of uh, more back to backers. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll turn off my mic. Frequent correspondent Dave, you hippo, uh, illegal alien crying children. Let them cry while they receive better, faster, free healthcare services than war veterans wait years for. Dave. Um, oh, we got to play the religious quotes from Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton. Oh, all, of a, the all of a sudden, the Bible's the Bible. Right. God, I Jesus just... wants to punch Nancy Pelosi <clears throat> in the face, and he's not really into that sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, Dave, Dave signs off. B e o m f t c o p. Uh, be easy on Marshall's failure to crank out push-ups. Uh, and then, okay, so he's gr- crying. Uh, children uh, getting better right. free health care services and veterans. Then we get this. 
Uh, it is from, um, uh, well, she signs a left-leaning, logical, and morally intact fag after for nearly 20 years. Friend of Armstrong and Getty. Thank you for that. Dear Jack and Joe, the last time I turned off your radio show was in 2003 when you were calling people stupid and idiots for not wanting the U.S. to invade Iraq. I think that probably oversimplifies, you know, our point of view at the time, but... Today I sta- I'd say today I switched stations again because I was disgusted by your lack of knowledge and empathy regarding children being taken from their parents at the border. Seeking asylum in the U.S. is legal, and being in this country illegally isn't even a crime. It's a civil violation, much like speeding. May you never understand the desperation of needing to go through hell to find a safe place for your children. And then she references your children being snatched away. I'll tune back in when our country is no longer attack under attack from the inside. All right. Well, that's a little breathless, but. You know, uh, Tucker Carlson's make the point on his show last night. You want to see sad children who have been uh, taken away from their parents or their parents gave them up? Uh, How about we talk about the foster care system in the country and how the media and the politicians pay no attention to that issue? Millions, millions of American children. That's U.S. citizen children who uh, who, who who are crying. Correct. And and in awful situations, worse than those holdings centers. And nobody cares about that at all. Let's talk about the millions of U.S. children who are crying. They're being raised by their grandparents because their parents are useless, unemployable junkies supported by the state. We could talk about that. Reed Jack's wish that analog clocks would go away. Yeah. Well, I, I have clocks and I wear a watch, but it's for nostalgic reasons. No, so just you're tell so time, wrong. You're completely it would, wrong. It would make more sense to have it. I should have an Apple Watch. It makes more sense as a watch. It's a more advanced way to tell time. You know, I'm going to tune out. This is just like Iraq. This is just like when you're touting the war in Iraq. Uh, well, that's, you know what? I'm not going to get to that. Well, but, we got uh, three and a half more hours. What? Yeah, I know. It's in the contract. Frequent correspondent Lothar points out that... Um, Analog clocks represent the measurement of events over distance, which is what our conception of time actually is. Fascinating philosophy. Yeah. Well, that might be we have no time to true, discuss. but I think at the time it was just the best thing they could come up with. I don't think they avoided digital on purpose. You know about the time zones? <laughs> Marshall's News and that Crying Kid audio, if you haven't heard it, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm not looking forward to your news, Marshall. All right. Because I know it features the audio tape that got so much attention yesterday on some media and no attention on the other media, which is its own problem. Plus the story, man who thought he was wearing a stab-proof vest, dot, dot, dot. Right. You don't really need to say to tell the rest of the story, do you? Demonstration. What do you mean a... he thought he was wearing a stab-proof vest? The demonstration went wrong. How? How? We'll find out. Although you've already guessed, so there's no point. <laughs> so let's get Thought the news. You said down. this vest was stab proof. Oh. You'll notice how much I'm bleeding. That's rough. Uh, let's get the news now, Marshall Phillips. Yeah, so you uh, mentioned Jack. We've got more fuel being added to the immigration fire this morning. <laughs> The nonprofit news organization ProPublica releasing wrenching audio of children crying out for their parents at a border facility. I don't know. You know what? Honest to God, that sounded like when a phony cry. That sounded like a kid trying to cry. You thought that was fake? Yeah. You're the first person well, no, to heard not, say that. Not fake. <laughs> it's when a kid 
it's in their interest to cry, so they cry. Well, sure, that's a well-known tactic. I've raised three children. I'm telling you, I recognize it right Are away. Are you wow. sure? No, Joe, I'm not Joe Kenny is the first person to claim that this kid is pretending to cry. Eh, yeah, there's a little effort there. I'm not saying kids aren't frightened and it's not bad and not unpleasant and right. that we shouldn't seek to find a different policy. My My heart is not rent. Again, I was at the CVS yesterday. Kid was crying like it was on fire. It was just an unhappy baby. Well, and uh, we had a bunch of daycare worker people uh, point out yesterday that every day the scene at daycares is uh, kids being taken away from their parents, crying because they don't understand why mommy's leaving them. Right. Which is rough. But um, Why is mommy leaving them? To go to work. Ah. Well, Uh, because she doesn't love them. There you go. That's why. There you go. ProPublica says... Take take it easy. Take it easy. I've left my kids with babysitters plenty of times. Everybody take it easy. I'm just going to offend everybody here. ProPublica says the recording documents 10 Central American children who were separated from their parents last week. The lawyer who provided the audio says it's child abuse. So, um, uh, yeah... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was watching MSNBC. One of the hosts yesterday played that and then actually cried on the air. He's a, um, a, an idiot and a, and a crazy person and a fake. Lawrence O'Donnell, seriously, if he told me it was raining and there was water falling out of the sky upon me, I'd want a second source. So Stop the hammering! <laughs> <laughs> That's Lawrence O'Donnell there. So um, uh, I also heard a report on NPR yesterday, a guy who's a um, uh, one of your correspondents who goes all around the world. He said this. He said the scene at these detention camps with the children is as. Uh, he said the people in these camps are in as much distress as I've seen at any refugee camp anywhere in the world. He said it's some of the worst yeah. scenes I've ever seen as I've traveled the globe. That uh, that is an indefensible statement. Which I thought that is an unbelievably over the top thing to say for a guy that's you know travels to Syria and Africa and all these different places where there's a brutal lack of clean water, where there's a shortage of food and medical care, where there's sewage, all the women running, are raped. There's rampant rape. There's human waste. That's a god. How can uh, tell you what people are willing to say anything? Apparently, that's an absurd statement. Meanwhile, President Trump is continuing to defend his administration's policy of separating children from their parents when they try to cross the border illegally, despite rising outrage. The president yesterday. The United States will not be a migrant camp, and it will not be a refugee-holding facility. It won't be. You look at what's happening in Europe, you look at what's happening in other places, we can't allow that to happen to the United States. Not on my watch. So how does that statement poll? I'm pretty interested in that, and we'll really really find out in a couple of years how that statement polls. But I think it's over 50% approval for that statement. I would agree. Yeah, uh, I think that's a winning much, statement. Much more heavily Republican than Democrat, but yeah, I think as a whole it'll be over 50. Which brings me to a broader theme that I want to talk about a little bit later on. I think our, meaning America's, and to some extent the Armstrong and Getty shows, attention is based uh, unjustifiably heavily on Europe, on you know, to some extent, Asia, I think we have a very mid-20th century feeling about where our attention ought to be focused. And with all due respect to the really, really interesting refugee crisis in Europe and what it can tell us about uh, what's going on with us, the Americas is an enormous story. 
Nicaragua is on the verge of revolution. There will be a huge refugee crisis coming out of Nicaragua. Right, right. And that is right down, you know, it's just a couple of notches south of Mexico. Venezuela is crumbling. You know, there's there's a resurgence in the, uh, the cocaine production in Colombia. There's a hell of a lot of stuff in the Americas that is going to cause millions and millions and millions of people to head to El Norte. And I think we ought to be aware of it. Do you think with all any- due respect to Germany's struggles with the, with the violence. Socialism of the- failing to work as it always does. That's right. This time in Venezuela. Thanks, Ben. You talk about giving everybody something free and all of a sudden yeah. there's no food to eat. Right. And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? I hope you're going to tell me. The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Son Hello. of a bitch. Anyway, 0-2. Oh, and <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Former, former By the way, speaking of yes. polling, just yes. throw this in. We'll get yeah. further into the poll, but two-thirds of Americans say separating children from their parents at the border is unacceptable. Two-thirds. Yep. So we'll break that down. Break it down. Coming up. Oh, yeah. The numbers behind the numbers will shock you. And then the numbers under those oh, numbers? Well, no, I haven't seen those yet. <laughs> you can't handle them. Former CIA Director Michael Hayden's comparing the Trump administration separating children from their parents to the behavior of Nazis. Yes, good idea. That's, that's, that's super. I'm more than willing to engage with that argument. You've, you've made me want to come to the table and reach an agreement. A criticism <laughs> the echoed... Nazis, you say. Tell me more about these Nazis. A criticism <laughs> echoed by California. Senator Dianne Feinstein yesterday. Oh, Dianne. United States of Germany, United States of America. It isn't Nazi Germany. All right. And there's a difference. And we don't take children from their parents until now. That's, I, I, that's factually incorrect. You're too shameless to have uh, a sense of how unfair that is, and too old to have pulled off the line, Diane. Well, she was she lived through Nazi Germany, so she understands. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Nazi um, Germany. Uh, <laughs> so she could have dated Hitler. Actually, I would like to rise above this to thirty thousand feet and just look at this. Finally, in yes. a nonpartisan way. Finally, where we are currently with our conversation now, maybe the thinking is the president goes so far, you got to match him, you know, to to get. To, to bust through, you have to say things so over the top now. Because yes. a few years back, U.S. senators saying this is like Nazi Germany would have been, holy crap! Right. Oh, but, it, it would have been astounding. It would have stopped America as we all oh, discussed right, it. Right, right. Yeah. But now it's just kind of, oh, yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> I mean, uh, my God, it's unbelievable. From Lawrence O'Donnell to... To Nancy Pelosi quoting the Bible, I'm surprised the Bible she held in her hand didn't burst into flames. Really? To Diane throwing around Nazi blasts. I mean, what the <laughs> hell is this? What is this time we're living through? Where's the hammer? Uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions answering Where's the that. hammer? Session says the Justice Department policy of separating families and detaining children isn't like what the Nazis did. Well, it's a real exaggeration. Of course, in Nazi Germany, they were keeping the Jews from leaving the country. Are we really having this discussion? Did you just engage on the Nazi <laughs> argument, Jeff? Yes. As the attorney, did, did you actually just dignify the Nazi argument? We were talking about uh, this before the show started. Kate McKinnon on Saturday Night Live has ruined Jeff Sessions. You can't look at him. <laughs> I without, say improved. Without, Go ahead. You can't look at him without thinking of the little elfin person. That, that bizarre little uh, Gollum-esque creature she portrays. And then Jeff Sessions' weird speaking style where he pauses it odd places. It's, it's just it's weird. The whole thing is weird. All right. Yeah, and don't engage on the Nazi issue. You gotta Wait say a minute. You, We're not like the 
Nazis. You got to say, I'm not going to dignify that, don't you? If somebody says, are we like Nazi Germany? You don't. Do you actually engage that? You no. Should, you should have a better rhetorical response. Than, no, no, no. They were trying to keep people from leaving. Yeah. That seems yeah, like, yeah. You know, having engaged, you'd think you'd come up with a yeah. non 15 foot high pile of crap counter argument. God. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience yeah. of the nation. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the nation needs a conscience, Squawky. You're right. That That's a weak thing to have to argue about, and then he, he went at it very poorly. The systematic genocide of millions, as opposed to separating kids from their parents who snuck into the country for a couple of weeks. That's a rough comparison. How about you back it up before I start launching into my stupid, stupid argument? <laughs> Jeff. And Michael plays the music from Hogan's Heroes, <laughs> which was a sitcom about Nazi war camps. I, th- that must be mistaken. How could there be a situation comedy about Nazi prisoner camps? That's, <laughs> that's an absurd notion. Hilarious! Okay, we got to get into the latest poll on this. It's not popular. That's my fear, is that Trump's good ideas on immigration are going to get swallowed up by this very unpopular thing. Right, right, right. Well, listen, again, from 30,000 feet, it seems utterly clear to me the only way for humankind, for America, to get through this time is through the Armstrong and Getty Show. Awesome. So have all of your friends tune in. (laughs) To the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. arrested after attacking his roommate with a rolling pin and i find it amazing that two male roommates actually owned a rolling pin yeah no kidding i'm uh i i lived with a lot of guys in various situations through college and afterwards and uh none of us ever had a rolling pin weren't rolling out a lot of dough <laughs> not making a lot of cookies were you baking they got them at the store <laughs> <laughs> that's what my girlfriend's for uh, so hey now. W- listen, we're uh, we're gonna get back to the immigration fracas. I how, can't wait. The how we got here is very simple and easy to understand. The left, in particular, has has tried to. Well, no, both sides. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that wasn't even accurate. Both sides have done their very very best to confuse you on the issue. But it's very easy to understand. We'll get to that right after the seven o'clock news, and we'll talk to David Drucker of the Washington Examiner. About the uh, the politics of the thing. Two quick pieces of bonus mailbag. Number one, uh, somebody, and it's there's no name, there's no note or anything, and I'm sorry uh, that's the case because I would like to thank them personally. Somebody has sent us a couple of T-shirts. Um, it is a, a picture of a sailing ship being tossed on the ocean and an immense, immense white whale in the foreground. And uh, on the whale are the words... Oh, don't be a dick. I don't know what I think about that. I like it. It's 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 high literature. It's very funny. It is clever. And it's got an obscenity in it. I do not sport shirts with obscenity. Yeah, I don't either. Nor bumper stickers. Uh, 
Now that's it's a, very that, funny. That always weirds me out. People who have obscene bumper stickers or overly sexual bumper stickers. What yeah. what is your life? Here's the deal. Everybody could do that. <laughs> it's not that we're not sexy or bold enough. We just think it makes us look stupid, so we don't. Moving along. <clears throat> I found this very interesting. Frequent correspondent Lothar talking about analog clocks. Lothar? Yeah, that's 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 his his uh, moniker he gotcha. uses anyway. I got gotcha. Uh, they represent, analog clocks represent the measurement of events over distance, which is what our conception of time actually is. The move to digital clocks has erased the knowledge that the clock is not the authority of the time of day, but are stating where the sun is directly over the earth at the moment. The clock is a representation of the minutes and seconds drawn as longitudinal lines on a map, as used by the Royal Navy, circa 1700 for navigation, when their timepiece, which was set at noon Greenwich time, showed 5 p.m. when the sun was directly over the ship, it meant they were five hours west of Greenwich on the map, et cetera, et cetera. Every time the second hand ticked forward, it meant the sun had moved that distance across the map. And then he, he, he has a link to the uh, website. He points out, now that the Boy Scouts are about to diminish as a youth organization, the proper use of the compass and timepiece will be forgotten, but you can use an analog watch as a compass. Cool. If you're ever lost in the wilderness or adrift at sea with no way to tell which direction you're traveling. That's fantastic, but nobody's, nobody's ever going to do that. Oh, uh, so, uh, what? I, that doesn't really help the argument of why you should still have clocks with hands on them, other than we just like it for nostalgia purposes. In case you're lost in the wilderness. At sea alone. Or at sea <laughs> alone, obviously. Anyway. Thank you for that. I'm going to read this and figure out how to use that. That's the sort of thing that I just... Uh, Are you ever at sea? I'm in the wilderness. <laughs> okay. There were two choices, not just the one. Let's see. Hold the watch horizontally. I can do that. Lay the watch flat and face up in your palm so it's parallel with the ground. Point the hour hand in the direction of the sun. Turn the watch, your hand, or your entire body so that the hour hand is pointing directly at the sun. The sun is above me, so if I do that, the watch falls on the ground. You're mm. holding onto it, idiot. Oh. <laughs> Object shatter with that take too long to explain. You could carry a compass. Why don't you Google it? <laughs> yeah. Has my phone died in this scenario? Yeah, exactly. I, there's no signal in the wilderness. You would know that if you'd ever been there. Can I just walk into the Arby's and ask him which way is my car? <laughs> you know what? I hope the vultures peck at your bones. <laughs> That's what I hope. So tell us quickly about the stab-proof vest that went wrong. Oh, my goodness, Jack. It's uh, it's so disappointing when you think you have a stab-proof vest and you go to, to demonstrate it. Uh, he... he, 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 he uh, said, watch this, you can stab, stab yourself, it'll stop, and he stabbed himself right in his own chest. God, killed himself with a knife. Yeah, yeah. While in the rushed, kitchen, he rushed to the hospital. While in the kitchen, on the video, he took a hold of a knife to demonstrate it was stab-proof and and, and stabbed himself to death. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is rough. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. 22 years old, and, you know, Darwin probably plays a role here. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, now, Darwin Darwin is not perfect. Darwin plays the odds. Sure. There might have been 50 people who'd be willing to stab themselves in the chest to demonstrate a West is knife proof. And, you know, maybe five of them actually did it, and only one of them died. Did that weaken the herd or strengthen the herd? I'm thinking, thinking the herd feels pretty good. Yeah, I'm thinking from an intelligence standpoint, how many people would do that? But I know intelligent people that smoke. I know intelligent people who ride motorcycles really fast. I know intelligent people that do lots of things. Sure. Rock climb. Right. 
Can't put the vest on like a melon first to try or it out? Or a mannequin or... Smart rock climber falls to his death. Is that strengthening a herd? Probably not. Or maybe it is. Well, maybe, maybe you weed the... out stro- smart people who... I prefer rock climbers who don't fall. <laughs> wow. Nice. We're going to talk to David Drucker of the Washington Examiner a little bit about separating families from kids and all that sort of stuff. And we'll hit you with the latest poll that's out. It's not a popular move. Uh, at least overall. Reminds me of the Nazis. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.